Hi, I'm Leslie Adamas, and welcome to Race Forward, a weekly podcast on God and race relations. This is a progressive, faith-filled conversation that will anger you, encourage you, and equip you. Thanks again for joining us today. You picked a great day to listen in. Here is my friend and the host of Race Forward, Pastor Chuck Allen. Hi, everybody, and thanks so much for joining us on another episode of Race Forward, God and Race Relations. And as always, I've got my dear friends, Karan Boston and Mal Manessis, joining me today. You know, we are, uh, we are living in a society today that in too many ways, in my opinion, are driven by Hollywood. But uh, at the same time, nobody loves a good movie more than I do. And I'm continually looking for a good movie. So here's a great question to ask you guys to get us started. Karan, what was your favorite movie growing up? This is going to tell us about how young you are. What was your favorite movie you saw growing up? Watch out, man. My favorite movie growing up was Toy Story. All of them. Oh, my all gosh. All of them. All the way up to Toy Story 4. So, so me let me ask you a question. Now, who is your favorite character in Toy Story? Buzz, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. Are you kidding <laughs> to me? To infinity and beyond, bro. That dude was yeah. it. Yeah. Did you ever dress up at Halloween like a Buzz Lightyear? I did not, man. We had Hallelujah Would you do that for up? me this next that year at church? A... Would you dress up as Buzz Lightyear and come to the office that day? That would be uh, awesome. Not a chance. Talk about not racially awesome. That would be so cool. Yeah, yeah. So, so Mal, uh, what's what was your favorite movie growing up? Um, Jaws. Oh, bro, listen. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah that's how old I am right there. Yeah, I, I saw Jaws in the least place you could ever be afraid of in Lubbock, Texas. I was in a theater in Lubbock, Texas with a girlfriend watching Jaws. And let me tell you something, it still scared crap out oh, of yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that yeah. was serious, bro. Yeah, I think my favorite movie as a grown-up uh, is Remember the Titans, because it mm. reminds me oh, so yeah. much of mm-hmm. what my football career in high school was like. So I like that. But as a kid, man, I'm telling you, I uh, I was all about Herbie the Love Bug, man. I love Oh, man, that was such a good Me and Herbie, movie. we were tight, bro. The original, though, the original. Yeah, the original. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. with yeah, it was so good. I just thought it was the greatest thing ever. Uh, I, 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 Karan, did you ever see Herbie the Love Bug, the original? I'm not talking I, about the one with Lindsay Lohan, no, bro. I, that, that is boo, a bad yeah. knockoff. Mm. No, Anything man, she's in is a bad knockoff. Everything yes, she in is a bad knockoff, bro. I, yeah, had, I, I don't kind think of feel I've sorry for that chick, though, man. Even the How little, would you yeah. like to have grown up in the thing you were most known for was having a double? Yeah, I mean, see, that, not me. Not me. I mean, she grew up being the parent trap kid. That would whack you out any way you looked at it, you know? Yo, Chuck, so, man, one of my other favorite movies growing up was Remember the Titans, bro. But I got to ask yeah. you down, since you a fellow Remember the Titans lover, were you yeah, on the I, left I can side almost quote it. or the strong side? Strong side, baby. Strong, strong side. side. What? I yeah. heard that. Yeah, but let me tell you, you know what my favorite, uh, when, you know, my favorite line from that movie is they're on the bus together and the big guy's singing. And uh, and Julius looks at him and says, "You need to shut up." And then the guy, the white dude sitting next to him, says, "You got that right." And he looks at him and said, "You can shut, shut up, up too. too." That's my favorite line. <laughs> yes, sir. I think yeah, he actually so, says, "All right, shut so let's move mouth. on with Hollywood." Uh, you know, fellas, what what are your thoughts about 
how Hollywood depicts our culture today in particular. Uh, how, how are we depicting Mal, uh, Hispanics, Latinos? Because <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I saw a film where there was like a Latino hero. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the accent that every Latino actor has in every movie. It doesn't matter how many times they live in the U.S., they still talk like this. <laughs> I was wondering what was That's going true. on with your That's voice. That's true. Well, when I heard you talking like that, I thought, what in the world? I was see, like, what I happened? caught you. But see, for, for a lot of people, that's normal, man. It doesn't matter if they yeah. were born here, if they're Latino Americans, if, you know, their mama and their daddy are rich. They are always going to depict them as people that are cutting the grass. Nothing wrong with that. It's good money. It's a good job. Or, you know, a maid or, you know, this nasty prostitute lover, whatever. I mean, a drug lord, a, a, a cholo ese, what's up? Say hello to my little friend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's always that. And it makes me so mad. So, 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 so mad. You know, up, up until like you know, four years ago, the richest man in the world was a Mexican. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, this is what's interesting to me, Mao, is that every time I see on a film, a successful Latino person, it is because of drugs. I yes. mean, I never, it's like the Goya dude. Mm, I never right. see those guys. Yeah, I never right. see them portrayed. It's like this, this cat built, you know, like a empire, oh. uh, just, you know, on hard work and wise decisions. It's just like, come on, where's that dude's yeah, story? Yeah, you know? exactly. Carlos Slim was the, the, like, was up there, you know, with the, the big, big, big billionaires. Nobody knows about it, man. You know, it, it, and it makes me crazy. Every Hollywood movie, a guy has to have an old beater piece of crap, yacht, you know, one of those land yachts, and and he has to have a wife beater on the little mustache, you know, and and super slick, greasy hair. I hate. Wait that. a minute, don't be talking about my hair, bro. Um, I'm sorry. About listen, that. you know, I, you know, I did just think about one movie that I thought depicted both the bad and the good of how Hollywood depicts Latinos in America. And that is the movie that uh, Kevin Costner was in. And he was the track coach. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. That well, is a great movie. That yeah, is, I, I thought that was an yes. awesome movie. But the, what I thought made it awesome was he and his daughter and his wife move into this town and uh, literally, they're scared to death because, I mean, they're the only, I mean, they're only white people anywhere in sight. And uh, over the course <laughs> of time, what they learn is what a gracious, loving people it I is. I love that movie. And oh, yeah. if I could remember the name of the movie, I would say it right now. It's Mac something. It starts with M. And mm. somewhere along the way, somebody's going to Google that during this, and they're going to pop up and say, that's what Mac that Farland. movie was. McFarland, ah, thank you so it. much. That's such a good movie, bro. Well, if you if you <laughs> haven't seen McFarland, you need to yes. see it. Uh, hey, Karan, uh, have you seen McFarland? I don't think I have, man. Uh, I saw not. a lot of movies though growing up. I keep it short for you. If you're gonna send that question my way, man, you already know African Americans' depiction in Hollywood. We are right there with you, Miles. Drug dealers, gangsters, well, the slave. Everybody gotta have some slave in there. Or, or just the villain, man, in general. Like, our pants don't come past our hips. Uh, and, and our and our <laughs> wife beaters are real tight. Like, you know, we got to show off some muscles and be some kind of threat Karan, to society. do you not wear a wife beater, bro? Do I you don't, wear a wife beater? I don't, Say the truth. man. Come I was on. always yeah. told to call it a, a wife lover or a tank top. But oh, I don't even I wear those you. things, man. I got you. Well, here's a question. Mal, 
can you name two actors or actresses that are of a different, or, or, or I'm going to do this, of your race? Give me the name of two Latino actors or actresses. Of my race? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and it can't be Jennifer Lopez. Oh, man. Uh, well, I don't think she counts. She says she's from the block, but it's a different block. Hey, that's a different <laughs> Bronx that we're aware of. I promise she's you. She's still Jenny from the block, bro. Mm-hmm. Bro, please. Mm-hmm. She, uh, okay, um, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan, but George Lopez, he's a comedian, but also an actor. I actually uh, am a big fan. He's a funny guy. He's a yes, he's a he funny is. guy, but lately he just got way too dirty, man. You know, yeah, he and, got a potty mouth, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I'm cool with yeah, a little bit, but yeah, he just he just pushed it too much. Um, and l- l- let me see, um, Eugenio Derbez, he's a new one. He's a, a, well, you know, the last ten years, and I he I think he's done great things representing Mexico and Latino culture. Okay, give me that name one more time. That uh, flowed off your tongue so fast, I didn't know what it was. In Spanish, it's Eugenio Derbez, or in English, Eugenio Derbez. I never heard of this guy in my life. Oh, he's How made several happen? movies, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's, really? he's a big I bet I'd know him if I saw him. I bet oh, yeah, I'd know him would, if I saw him. You would. He yeah, was I'm in, at that in, age uh, where you don't remember anything. You just know it when you see it. He was in the one of the big-time summer movies last year, and, and he made it pretty big. You know, uh, white depictions in Hollywood have their own group of stereotypes as well. Uh, you know, it's like, okay, this is uh, the guy that's in charge. Uh, this is the guy that had the idea. Mm. Uh, this is the guy that financed somebody else's story. Uh, this is the guy in the Wild West that shot up all the bad guys and, you know, rode in with a white hat. You know, it's mm. just over the course of years, you know, I, I see some slight adjustment, you know, especially when you see uh, some films now that do have uh, some really, really great stories you know, in particular, I think about the brilliance of the women that were the brains behind landing on the moon. Mm. And I think and to myself, figures. how awesome. But, you know, the, the sad thing is a film that probably had as much impact on me culturally as any film I'd ever seen was The Help. And, oh, wow. uh, you know, it, what a that is a gruesome picture of what I think many in the South would say. But but we loved them. Well, yeah, if you were the kid, you loved them a lot, right? Because they did everything for you. But watching that film and talking with older folks, you know what I've learned? That film, I believe, depict perfectly what the Old South was. Mm. And that's that's heartbreaking. That's gut-wrenching, you know? Uh, I think that speaks to Quran in an African-American perspective, uh, how we tend to portray black people. Yeah, man. Same thing. But now, but then you have things like Black Panther that comes around, and all of a sudden it is a monumental hit, and it's not a black film. It's not, I mean, but it hit it hit a nerve culturally like films usually don't do. Help yes. me, help me understand that. And I'm so glad you asked, bro, because Black Panther was extremely successful, and not just success in the box office. What it was successful was in breaking down barriers in Hollywood. We just talked about all of the stereotypical depictions, and you can even add the black best friend in there and think about all of your shows that you watch where the main character, the main white character had a black best friend. But what it did was it shattered the 
perception that Hollywood has to stay in a box with its black characters. There was Mm -hmm. finally a black hero. There was finally black excellence. There was finally black dignity. There was finally a black director that could produce something Mm -hmm. for the African-American community that is not degrading or, or making the value of the film come down. It was something that wow. shattered the 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 barriers of marketing. It was it wasn't marketed to black people. It was marketed right. to the United States of America, right. to the rest of the globe, and it just yeah. I mean, did I, I, I still see little white kids running around Black Panther t-shirts. I think that's pretty cool. And I'm here all for it, man. I am here for it. And so that gave black people, believe it or not, a sense that man. We are making it somewhere. There is a chance in, in, in this world where we might be able to see our art considered yeah. and our people considered our intellectual ability considered as equal. And so that's what it yeah. really meant to. You know, I, I really think we as a people, we, we could be prayerful about uh, that there that we would find Hollywood writers and producers that would that would do that breakthrough for mm-hmm. Hispanic Latino films and have that kind of hero mentality so that there is equality. And listen to this phrase. I've, I've, I've never said it, but it just popped in mind. Uh, he, heroism equality. Mm-hmm. That um, I, a white man can be a hero. A white woman can be a hero. A black or white man or woman can be a hero a latino black or white man or woman can be a hero an asian uh white latino black man or woman can be a hero Mm -hmm. we need to have those kind of movies that pop up that break the stereotypical models and we ought to pray for that and as believers support it yep uh, as a part of the messaging that we know God has created with yeah. all of within all of us the ability to be a hero as we chase after Him. I have uh, I have a unique appreciation for uh, women's rights in America, and looking to see how uh, the the tide in that is seeing some turn as well. But um, you know, one of the things I'm reminded of, fellas, as we prepare to wrap, is. Uh, the Apostle Paul gave us this great word. You know, there uh, there is no Greek nor Jew, no male nor f- no female. There is this picture that um, that in the cause of Christ and in the body of Christ, there is no room for favoritism for male nor female, uh, for Samaritan or Jew, for black or Latino or Asian or white that he created us in diversity for a purpose. And for me, I, I would just trust that our listeners would join us in saying how grateful I am that I get to have these conversations with a young black man and with a young Latino man, and it's being mixed and directed by a young white man, and I get to be a part of a conversation that I believe is pushing forward a positive agenda on how our race forward has to include God in this conversation. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I want to thank you guys. This is, uh, I could talk about the whole Hollywood thing and we, we want to come back again. And honestly, uh, Karan, I think it'd be fun for us to break down for both you and Mal these stereotypes even more and uh, come up with an idea of what it might look like to present uh, each other, whether they're female, black, Hispanic, Asian, whatever, in a much better heroic light. And let us find heroism 
inequality, inequality yeah. mm-hmm. in our heroism. So uh, give us a quick goodbye, Karan. Yeah, for sure. And one thing that I want to point to is, yo, Mao, man, when you speak about the depictions of Hollywood for Latinos, like I, mm. that hits home for me because my sister grew up afraid of Latinos just from what she was what? seeing in yeah seeing on the screen and i know as a believer like that that shouldn't be the case it should be that Mm -hmm. she goes and sees family invites people into her home and begins to crush these stereotypes my challenge to everybody out there is we need to crush these stereotypes if hollywood's not going to depict us the way in which we deserve to be depicted then by God, why don't we as believers help depict people as people and people as something to be loved? There you go. There you go. That's a good word. All right, Mal, give us a give us a goodbye. Hey, man, um, listen to this. My wife used to be scared of Latinos. <laughs> wow. And now she's married to me, of all people. Uh, so I would say my challenge is give, um, give yourself a chance to give people a chance and mm-hmm. you know get to know people you know and, mm-hmm. and and just beat that stereotype and if you're part of these stereotypes um, work hard to destroy that stereotype so that people yeah. may see something different in you That's god good. bless you guys and i hope that you join us next time thank you yeah for sure thanks so much for you guys joining us for another episode of race forward and uh, make sure that you listen up next week we'll be back again and tackle another unique and fun challenge god bless you guys go in peace